0: Hallelujah. Our our pastors are ministering on Hamilton, Ontario. And uh, I don't know the name of the church, sorry. But uh, Pastor Jonathan asked me if I would do this. Some of you don't know, some of you do. But I've uh, had some bad reports, but it's not the first time I had bad reports. Uh, and so... We're just going to do what we've done before. We're going to believe God. We're going to live and not die. We're going to accomplish what God called us to do. Kim, can I have water, please? That's my bottle. Thank you. I wanted to read this to you so that you could have confidence. And I want you listening today feeling sorry for me. And I want you to listen today, you know, just to give me a pat on the back uh, the thing about walking in the spirit is we can walk in the spirit and God walks with us Amen. and so uh, that's what's going to happen today but I, I wanted to read you this prophecy that was given to me uh, this past June with, in Brother Tracy Harris' church. I apologize for my throat I'm, I'm not smoking. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is, but I'm fine. <clears throat> this prophecy given to Jacksonville, Arkansas, uh, not given by Tracy Harris, but given in a meeting he was hosting. It says, <clears throat> we're stepping into that position. Let me just say, preface that to say, um, what it, what it was talking about is from the leaders that were in Brownsville, for it was in Florida, Brownsville, uh, for the great outpouring there. And uh, you know, there's there's just so long you can go in uh, a revival. Uh, so it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of people. But if you try to do it in the flesh, it won't work. You you. You'll wear out fast. But anyway, this is the prophecy that came. We're stepping into that position. We're stepping into the place where the spiritual framework, Brownie, has become strong enough and powerful enough and large enough that we can be a part of it and we can begin to administrate some of these things like we've never administered them before. And daughter, I want you to know that when God talks to me as daughter, you have to understand that he's talking to us. He's not taking out one person. He's talking to leadership, so he talks to all of us. And daughter, I want you to know you're a part of it. I want you to see the mighty powers of the words to come. I want you to handle for me. To step into the powers of the words to come, want you to handle for me. To step into the realm of the spirit, like you never have before. And you may think at times, "Well, Lord, I'm getting on in age, and in a little bit, I'm going to be starting to knock on your door." You know, Revelation says that God's knocking on our door. God's saying to me, and through me, it's for all of us, that he's going to start knocking on our door. I'm getting, he's saying, I'm saying it. I'm getting on in age, and a little bit, and I'm standing, I'm starting to knock on your door. He says to you, daughter, no, you are to stay for this season of time. I have prepared you specifically for it to release my life. Divine, and you're, and you'll see more signs and wonders and miracles done through your life than when than you've ever done before up until this daughter. When you come home to me, you'll hear what I said, what you've wanted to hear. Well done, my faithful servant. Enter into your rest and your reward and your and into eternal time. I apologize, I didn't read that very well. But just wrapping it up, God's saying that there, we are coming to that time, but we're not there yet. And um, some some people in the room here have walked me through some hard times in the last few months. But let me tell you, it's not my first time. As we'd say in Texas it's not my first rodeo <laughs> it's not but it is a time that i have to decide am i going to stay or am i going to go and he's saying he wants me to stay Amen. but i want you to stay and i think that we have great things ahead of us and it will be a greater propulsion go faster and in that We'll see that God has some things that we've never seen before. And the funny thing about it is, back in 1976, I did a study on uh, revival. And for, we were writing a book. And uh, so I was doing this study. And you just can't have a revival just to say, let's just have a revival. <laughs> but I want you to know. The Word Church is in a time of change for good, for good. The Word Church is not this building. Aren't you glad? But we're going to go where God wants us to go. Because I want God to come back. I want the trumpet to sound. The dead in Christ to rise up and go through those clouds and be forever with the Lord. And I want Him to say, well done. Well done. Don't you want to hear that? Yes. We want to hear well done. We don't want to hear well. <laughs> <laughs> and quite frankly, we've been at those times that that's where we were. But God has been so gracious, so gracious. He's been so gracious to tell us of how he's going to do things what he's going to do. Some of the songs we sang this morning, I thought about it, and I thought, you know, we just take it lightly. And I felt like I'm not supposed to preach a sermon. And y'all know, a few years back, the Lord said, I don't want you preaching, I want you to tell your stories. And I was quite offended. Don't lie, you've been offended. <laughs> because I said, Lord, I can preach. Lord, I preach to nations. I can preach. And he didn't give me a break. <laughs> you know, when God wants to say something, he, he says it, and he doesn't wait for your reply. You know how we want we want to say something to somebody, and we want them to say, that's a great idea. Or even if they say, not such a good idea, but we want a response. Here's the thing about this. He already knows the response. He is the response. And our children are down there. I've had to, my grandson this week, this few days. but I saw, I saw him doing his Bible study. I saw him doing his prayer time. And I saw him praying for specific things and knowing that God would answer and knowing that's what we need. So after asking the Lord, OK, give me, give me a direction. It's not fun to go on a trip where you have no idea where you're going. <laughs> I take that back. David Bounds would disagree. He'd go on what he called the apostolic way. <laughs> That meant he was lost. <laughs>
1: but he didn't want you to know
0: that. <laughs> what we've been through, oh, Jesus. So last night, Moses was on the phone with his other grandmother, and they were praying. And they were praying for this church and for what we're doing, what we will do. And so. I was just kind of in the background and praying, too. And we were praying about what God wants to do. And I heard this word, Are we staying for the party or waiting for the impartation? Are we staying for the party or are we waiting for the impartation? On that day, over 2,000 years ago, those people knew from what God had told them that he had something good for them. He told them that. It was a known thing. And he said, you can, you can stay out here and party. There were people from all over. And what were they there for? They were there for Pentecost. They were there for a feast. My daughter and son-in-law and baby, they, you know, they go through all the feasts. And it's a big deal. But what God was saying, are we going to go to a party or are we going to wait for an impartation? Because what God had said is that you could go to the upper room and you can wait there until you hear, until I say something. See, they, they could see the party. Don't you imagine that was a great party? Oh, there's Cousin Bubba. Oh, y'all don't know. came back at Cousin Bubba. <laughs> But they're all there to celebrate God, but to also celebrate each other. But Jesus had said to them, go to the upper room and wait there, and I will visit you. And he did what? He did exactly what he said. And they waited there, and they waited with patience. They waited with agreement. They waited For instructions. Have you ever been at a time in your life where you you know God wants to tell you something, but it's just like you can't tune in, can't find the right? And that's what they were, they were there just seeking the Lord, just waiting for God. So they weren't eating much, but they could hear the party and they had to make a decision. What shall we do? Family, we've got to make some decisions. You're going to need to make decisions first. You're going to have to make decisions as a family. You're going to have to make decisions of things that will, what shall we say, that will change your life, but not to the point where you can't celebrate that. That that didn't come out right, and I don't know. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is there's been times with the Lord, for instance, when the Lord said to David, would you do me a favor? Will you go back and pastor that church in Linn Lake, yeah. in Lloyd Minster? We didn't want to do that. People were nice. It was really nice people, but it was a hard thing to do. In fact, I told David before, I'll never go back to Lloyd Minster Unless he writes it on the wall. (laughs) Something about us telling God how to do something just really doesn't work for our favor. (laughs) But also, what are you going to tell God? Joel? God would say, Joel, will you do me a favor? Sure, God. Well, I want you to go over there. I want you to go to Israel right now. You you need to go over there and preach. Sounds exciting. <laughs> but we really don't want to. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there is a time. We're at a time of decision. This is a time of decision. This church must be at a time of decision. And when we get there... We're going to need to know what we do when we're there. Tony, come move this chair up. Y'all forgive me. Yeah, thank you. We have to make some decisions right now, and we can't make decisions based on what makes me comfortable or what what Sister Susie's going to say. Listen, we've done this before. This isn't our first rodeo (laughs) with building churches. We've done this where you start over. I said to David, to the Lord, say how, what, where? No, so what do we do? Here's our part, we make a decision. You know the scripture in the Bible says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We have to make it. And even if you have little children, they need to be making decisions that says, I will fight the fight. So we need to be ready. And I, this is what I'm gonna try to get this in. This is Jesus between the time he got crucified and the time he got he came back and he he appeared again. It said later he appeared in the he appeared to the seven disciples themselves as they were receiving. Do you know where I'm going to tell you? Mark 16. One of my favorite parts of the Bible because it tells what we're supposed to be doing. It's exciting. It says that we're going to speak it in new tongues. That doesn't mean we're going to speak in different languages. That means speaking in tongues. And so he said to them,
1: go into
0: all the world and Preach. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all, gener- all creation. and the one who has betrayed and has been. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me, people. I feel like this is really not coming out well. Amen. That's Mark 16, starts in chapter 14, goes through. 20. So what we see is God's telling us you got to change. You have to do some things differently. You have to, it's, it's not about the clothes you wear. It's not about, uh, you know, how you speak. This is supernatural. This is what we have to settle. God wants us to walk in the supernatural. And we can do it. Church, we can do this because we're with him. I think they came to the door of, I've been to that room that they think was the upper room. And it's a little room, it's little. But you, you go in there and you just, you know you can say, I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> because it's so little. But they're, what they're doing is, he's saying, you're going to need this equipment. You're going to need this equipment. So just settle down. And know, if you're going to need it, I'm going to provide it. If you're going to need it, it'll be there. And parents, please listen. We must be sharp in the spirit. There are things going on that are so demonic. But we can come into the kingdom, come into the room, come into the atmosphere, and we can wait there. And what happened was, it said that the Holy Spirit came in. And it said that he rested on them. And it says, as flames. You know, I remember hearing this as I first got saved. And they said, this is crazy preaching. <laughs> but they said, how many of you guys have big gliders in your pocket?" I don't tell them that. Though <laughs> so some of them are brave enough to raise their hand. But he said, that's what the light was like. Now, one of the latest times I preached, I preached about our light shining, But this is what's happening. And then they go out in the streets and they're, they're speaking to people and God is giving them the word. And I have acknowledged that God is speaking to me the words to say so that we can go and be about our Father's business. When Jesus was 12 years old, his parents couldn't find him. This is amazing, parents. For three days, they didn't know where their boy was. (laughs) But something's wrong. Something's wrong when the Holy Spirit comes in. I believe there was a noticeable difference, and so we see. I'm just I'm not going to read it all because I've gone past my time. But it said so. Then the Lord, when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was received into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God, and they went out and preached everywhere its one of the funnest things you'll ever do go preach grab a friend go preach everywhere and they they did that remembering they asked Jesus what are you doing and he said I must be about my father's business I have found that that's my answer too many people these days. I don't need to give them a long explanation. I'm about my father's. I need to be about my father's business. We, the Word Church, need to be about the father's. So shall we be. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for being uh, patient with me. This is temporal, subject to change. That's right. That's right. I will live and not die. Amen. Yes. And I will preach this gospel from the top to the bottom and all the way around. Thank you, Father.